The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft tobacco. The after show. The, the after, after show. The after show. show. It's the after show, everybody. The show after the show. That's is that it. where the name came it from? It is. That is how wow. we came up with it uh, in 10 seconds after Skip Martin said, I'd It should do be that. the Cigar Authority after show recorded before the show because yeah. we cheat a lot. We might not be cheating today, but we do cheat a lot. That's up to the people on, on MeWe that get to see the show because this is a recorded only show, mm-hmm. uh, but we, are, we do film it only for MeWe, yeah. and it goes up on Wednesday to... Everybody, except for me, we, we throw the video up on Tuesday, except for this week that Barry put on there. I'm a day late because it's... Yeah, snow delay. Snow delay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because the same shit would happen to me. I handed it over to you and here it is. It just Tuesday comes in. It's yeah, like, Tuesday I was in at four in the morning. We had a little bit of a website issue. Oh, and my. And as the day progressed, I was like... Damn, I forgot to do it. Yeah, yeah, so it happens. I'll get to it soon. So yeah. today's after show topic, the top 10 ways to fix a cigar comes directly off the sales floor. I just seem to have some uh, customers that were having issues this week. It's and- always two times a year. It's when winter starts and when winter's ending. Yeah. Because the change in temperature and, and whatever, these guys are cracking. Mm-hmm. All, yeah, everything ends up happening. But we also, we, we've received a glut of some new customers coming in that are not as experienced as our regular we'll call them lounge lizards so those guys have heard the stories of how to fix your cigars for years but these new guys hadn't heard and i thought you know what maybe we cover some of them here on the after show maybe there's new guys listening and i'll tell you something even old guys like myself i thought i knew so much about it and when i have a crack cigar that i'm actually Mm -hmm. smoking Barry taught me about five, six years ago one day. He told me, and I use it all the time, yep. and I saved the day so many times. People say, well, hey, what are you doing? Well, maybe we'll get to that. Greatest trick I was ever taught. Well, yeah. I can actually do it now because we'll have enough time to be able to smoke through the crack. Well, again, nobody's watching this. But just went he'll through. talk through it. I've, I just pulled out my switchblade, and I'm going to stab the point of my switchblade into the wrapper about a quarter of an inch away from the combustion line and just cut straight down. So now I have a cut that's gone through the wrapper and the binder. So Ooh. what happens with a cracked cigar is as you smoke it... It gets worse. It's like a windshield. Windshield crack, right? Yeah. It just gets worse and worse Growing. as time goes on. So as this thing heats yeah. up, it's going to get worse. In and the split. worst cases with thin wrappers, it starts to pull oh, away spider from webs. the cigar. Yeah. yeah. So before any of that happens, I see that I have the split. Maybe I drop the cigar. Maybe I, I crushed it, it in my fingers. Because of the Sometimes it can. So... You get that's your. Doesn't make it a bad cigar, by the way. It's, no. it's a leaf. 
Right. And it's like the guy made the cigar wrong. It's a leaf that ended up having Imagine looking, you're raking leaves in the fall, and you're like, oh, that leaf's defective because there's a crack in it. No, <laughs> there's a million reasons why there could be a crack. So you just take your, your jet lighter and you singe right where the apex of the crack is. And the goal here, because the assumption is going to be the that- The apex, where the, where, the, where the crack ends, the furthest away from You know the on the ash. letter A, where the two lines come to the yeah. top, that's the apex of the A. Oh, okay. <laughs> So the apex. Oh, there's a little the bit peak of peak of the A. Yeah. Peaks. <laughs> there's a little bit of sap in the outer leaf and in the binder, and we're going to assume that the cigar is somewhere around 65% humidity. So the goal is just to boil that sap and allow it to adhere to the sap that's been boiled in the binder. And when that cures, you get a little bit of tobacco glass, believe it or not right at the apex of that cut, and you'll just burn right through it. Cauterize it. Cauterize in the wound of the wrapper. Correct. Yeah. And it works like a charm. 60% of the time, it works every time. Every time. I think it's 65% of the time it works every Every time. time. It's unbelievable. (laughs) It is is, uh, the single best thing that I've learned in 10 years as far as the cigar smoker, and that is the number one thing, how you fix a cigar. And you know what grinds my gears? On social media lately... More so in the last year and a half, anytime somebody has a cigar that cracked or that burns a little bit off, they're shit-talking the brand. Mm -hmm. They're looking for a free replacement. Look, if it happens when you're in a brick and mortar, 99% of the time, the brick and mortar is going to say, you know what, let me swap that out for you. But don't take it to social media. Reach out to the person directly. So I had a customer. Or, Or fix it yourself. Yeah. That's it. I had a customer this week that just assumed that the puck that came with the humidor was enough. No hygrometer, no nothing. So he had bought a box of cigars two weeks ago. He had his humidor filled, and he's having problems with his cigar. They're splitting because he says they're too dry. And I said, can you just bring the humidor to me? Yes. So he brings the humidor in. I open it up. I squeeze the foot, and that's the other trick. Check your, You can check your humidity on your cigar you should have a hygrometer. This is not a replacement for the hygrometer. Yeah, it should be digital. Right. Absolutely Come on, digital. Come on, 2023 for Christ's sake. This <laughs> is a good trick if you open up the uh, humidor and the battery died and yeah. you got no reading. So you're just going to give the foot a squeeze. And even though this not, is audio. Not the head. If not you the squeeze head. the head, the head's going to crack. Correct. Mm-hmm. But down at the foot, there should be a little bit of a bounce and it should return to its shape that it was at. In this case, I'm squeezing a box press cigar, but it works on round cigars. There should be a little bounce and it should come back. It shouldn't sound like very dried, rustling leaves and be extremely firm. That would be an indication that it is underhumidified, and it shouldn't be very uh, hard at first and then squish a lot because that would be be overhumidified. So this guy had overhumidified cigars, and he's complaining that not only are the cigars splitting, but the draw is terrible. And I said, I, I have your solution, buddy. We're going to take this humidifying element out and you're going to leave the box open for a week and let these dry out. Rotate them when you walk by. Just move the ones from the bottom to the top and let's get the humidity on those cigars back down. I showed him the trick uh, and he has since come in and said the cigars are back to smoking perfect and he has a digital hygrometer. He gets the reading. Now, Jonathan, can I bring up one thing just to set Barry off? Sure. I think something to avoid when you're trying to fix your cigar is the the premature touch-up, you know. Some oh, that drives me fucking are crazy. Obsessed, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you end up just wasting 
smokable tobacco, just trying to burn it back to even. Most well-constructed cigars will fix themselves. Yeah. Correct. We worked with a guy that uh, uh, we one millimeter off, and he'd be touching it up. He wasted half of his cigar <laughs> touching it up because of a freaking millimeter. Yeah, he always did that. Yeah. And we called him out. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, it just bothers me. Yeah. Okay. Because you OCD motherfucker. So let, let I got a pizza oven, right? I put a piece <laughs> of wood inside the pizza oven. I light the piece of wood on there. Imagine if I touched it up because the wood was not burning exactly <laughs> even. No, it's not. You know, it's, it's crazy. Who, who was it? Nick Perdomo that would mislight one or Lido Gomez? Purposely just light a little corner yeah. of it, and the thing would catch itself up. No shit, right? Yeah, if it's well constructed, it's going to fix itself. I've even done it just as an experiment. I've lit one inch in on the side of the wrapper and the cigar eventually caught I me mean, it canoed for a little while yeah. but it eventually caught up and burned true the way it's supposed to so the other thing that i think people misdiagnose is that there's a knot in the cigar it's not all that common it does happen so if you feel that you, you cut the cigar you should always cold draw to make sure you have a draw before you light it anyways so you you feel that there's the draw is too tight yeah, and, we're on the show. We, we're cold drawing and we're giving you flavor notes and stuff. But really, the, the idea of the cold draw is to make sure it mm -hmm. draws, because ninety percent of the time is if it doesn't draw when it's cold, it's not going to draw. When certainly it's not. Right. The the exception she needs is a closed foot. Yeah, the dumbass yes. closed foot. I was going to call yeah. it. So you squeeze the foot of your cigar and you say, okay, the humidity feels right. There's a nice bounce to it. It's not rustling leaves. It's not squishing down. All right, so now you can massage the rest of the cigar, and if there is a knot in there, it will present itself. Uh, the most common place for them to end up is somewhere around the band, but mm -hmm. uh, they, they can show up anywhere. If you have a knot, and especially on a box press cigar, you can massage that knot a little bit and work some airflow through there and just check your cold drawer again is one way. There's also the drawer enhancer, which is it looks like a pen, and it's a, a metal shank that has some filing capability on the side. And you just insert that into the uh, cut end or the, the uncut end, depending on where you diagnose that knot. And very carefully, you just work yourself in a quarter of an inch at a time with twisting and rotating. You're trying to get through the tobacco and break through. There may be a twist in the All bunch. All of a sudden, there'll be a, a, a yeah. channel. It'll, and th then you'll have some airflow. And fairly gently. I you, mean... the. Uh, it has flexibility to it, so if you're not careful, you end up blowing the wrapper out on the side of it. Correct. Yeah, and the unfortunate thing is you can't use a pen, and you can't use a golf tee. Mm. And some of the things I see, in the, oh, the, oh, the, they shove the golf tee in there, and they say, the cigar split on me. Which <laughs> It's impossible. You stuck a piece of wood inside the end of your cigar. Uh, it has to be something very, very thin like mm -hmm. that. I find the enhancer for me has always worked better going in from the lit side. Oh, and I was, even if you lit, lit Yeah, side. I was telling this to Ed before the show. For some odd reason. Maybe I, because of the heat? But yeah. why is the cigar lit if you if you knew it didn't have a draw? Why would you light it? Because 90% of the time doesn't mean 100% of the time. So I'm going to light it. I'm going to take a few puffs, see if it works itself out. Yeah. And it doesn't, I'll go in through the, the lit end. So another thing that... Um, you ever go in... You have a problem and you had to go in through the penis. The <laughs> That's my biggest fear in life. Yeah. Yeah. Never happened. Never no. happened yet, me either. But 
I was a hypochondriac in college, and I had a failure of a condom, and I assumed that I automatically had STDs. Mm-hmm. So you, you've told the story before. I okay. went to the doctor, and I had to have. I didn't have to. I volunteered for every test known to man, and one of them is a toilet wooden, brush, wooden Q-tip that they put down the head and they twist it. And the nurse practitioner, who was a ten out of ten. Why would they what was his that? name? She <laughs> she poked it in and she did the twist thing and I'm up on my toes like I can't even. It's a it's a pain that you can't fathom yeah. existing. I, I feel and like a new fetish was born. And she pulls it out and she looks at it. She goes, "Not deep enough. We're gonna have to go again." And I'm like, "I don't think I care if I have whatever you're testing for." <laughs> right. I manned up and did it. But anyways, the other the other common thing. They and put the, you against the wall so you didn't flinch. No, no, no. no there was flinching. Okay. Um, they tied him up. Is the when Another you make fetish. <laughs> when you make the cut that the cap splits. So I see it all too often that people try to blame the cigar, and I watch them cut the cigar, and the reality is that they're making the cut incorrectly or too deep, much too deep. Too deep is Just hopefully anyone little. listening to the show Raise knows not blade. to cut too deep, but no, they, they they don't. We've seen some guilty people get called out on me. We oh boy. Yeah. The the just because this cutter goes to a sixty two ring gauge doesn't mean I need it open to a sixty two ring gauge prior to the cut. I like to get a little cat's eye shape that is roughly the size of the cigar, and I bring the cigar in so that I can make contact with both blades yeah, at the pu- shoulders. Push it forward; it's only going to go so deep. Because I'm no, I am only looking to shave the cap. Yeah, yeah but we- then the the mistake that people make is they let the cutter do all the work. And it doesn't matter how sharp your blades are. The tobacco is going to bunch up in the head of that cigar, and it's going to ride. And now, especially, you, you see it with the jaws cutter because it does such a good job of latching on. If you let that jaws cutter ride up, it's going to take a little bit of that wrapper, and you're sure. going to be licking that cigar to keep it from unraveling. So a little downward pressure toward the body of the cigar as you make the cut, and make the cut quick. Be yes. decisive. No hesitation. Yeah, this yeah. Is, it's, it's like pulling the trigger on a on a on a gun yeah. this one you know squeeze you're not whittling no chop the other otherwise when, it starts to crush yeah. the cigar before it cuts it and when you're done cutting the only thing that should be there is the cap of the cigar the the yarmulke if you yeah. want to right. call it. no, no schmuckers yeah right so another one is the so you get a cigar and you say okay this has a tight draw and you squeeze the foot it's over humidified do not like that cigar. You're going to have a bad smoking experience. It's mm. not going to taste right. Leave it out of the cellophane. On the counter. Just set it on the yeah, counter. tomorrow. And go back to it tomorrow mm. and check the cold drawer again. And you'll find you may you may even need a second day. And you'll find that that drawer is going to open up. And when you light it, the cigar is going to smoke perfectly uh, a little on the drier side. You know what I don't like? I don't like cigars in the Humi bags anymore. Mm. Same. I am so turned off humidity. to them. They're overhumidified. Yep. And who knows? They remember, they start, they put these things on at factory level. Then they have to come to the United States. Then they have to cure, clear customs. And they go to the warehouse of whoever we're getting those from. Then we're going to get them. And they're going to transport again over to us. And we're going to store them. Then we're going to distribute them to our stores. Then we're going to hang them up and wait for somebody to buy them. Then you're going to get them and maybe get to them next week or whatever. The How problem long is have they been in there? The, the cigar loses its strength and character the longer it's in that bag. It's time. For incredible two for one. Mike, <laughs> Mike drop moment. By Camacho Cigars. 
For six decades, Camacho have been working hard to build the best damn cigar around, and they have gotten through it all by sticking to their vision. The strength to do anything they set their hand to. Camacho Cigars. And I have with me the top <coughs> 17 jobs that it takes strength and character to keep. Does it just mean they're shitty jobs? Well, I don't know. You'd be the judge. Last week it was construction worker. I would say, yes, I don't want to do that job. Uh, this one, maybe. Number eight is air traffic controller. Whoa. Nick Perdomo was an air traffic controller. With an average salary of $130,000 wow. a year. Not Good bad. salary. The number of people that hold this job is only 14,000 in the United States. That's not many. And there is a reason Nick Perdomo left this field and jumped into the cigar business with both feet. Helping pilots safely take off, land, and navigate weather comes with the need to perpetually stay focused. No glancing away from the screen to look at your phone even for one second. As you can imagine, being responsible for the lives of thousands of airline passengers and crew 365 days a year comes with a lot of pressure. Many air traffic controllers suffer from sleepless nights and develop chronic fatigue or heart issues. Hmm. The job is so demanding that the Federal Aviation Administration, that's the FAA, requires air traffic controllers to retire at the age of 56 and requires those applying for the job to be 30 years of age or younger. Wow. Boy. See? Uh, I can imagine, and, and lately there's been a lot of close misses. Yeah. They've been talking a lot on, on TV. I've been seeing it. Close misses out in the parking lot or whatever yeah. you want to call it and in the air that somebody's landing somebody's taking off yeah. and it and you know to to the average person it looks like well they're kind of far away they were less than a half a second you're talking about two airplanes right half a second from smashing into each other and that and it's kind of a long distance but it's a half a second away yeah, you don't like to have other planes near your plane. I don't want to be able to see the person in the other plane through the window <laughs> and actually see what they're what eating. Color, what color what their eating. eyes are. Yeah. Have you ever been to an airport that's landing two parallel runways? It's kind of freakish. It's way closer than you've ever yeah. seen a plane before. Yeah. So you got other issues with cigars. Uh, people will say, okay, I have a bad burn on my cigar. And they just continue smoking it and letting it burn out of whack. I don't say you touch it up if it's out of whack up to a quarter of an inch. Mm -hmm. But if it starts going past that quarter of an inch. Yeah, you got a canoe going on and you yeah. just say, look, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. Yeah, you want to just hit that with a piece of, with some flame. I do. I walk by a customer sometimes and I'm like, do you mind if I touch that up? Because my OCD is kicking in. And I just blame myself. But yeah. the reality is they're about to have a bad experience and possibly dump ash everywhere. Mm. So... Don't be afraid of the touch-up. You're not touching it up every two seconds, but get, it gets out of whack for about a quarter of an inch. Get in there and get that corrective action. It is not necessarily a any misplaced tobacco. It could very simply be that a part of that cigar hadn't dried out at the same level that the other part has, because, again, it's a natural yeah, leaf. When you first notice it, it can help to actually rotate the cigar. Yes, especially and, if you're outside. Yeah, oddly enough, the... The longer part of it on the top tends to, you know, it burns from the bottom, Probably. so you get the combustion. Yeah. So a lot of people will. And have the one, it. the one that there's no fix for, there is a fix, but it does, it almost never works. Is a mouse hole. Mm. So this is a flaw with the roller. The roller misplaced the lajero and put too much of the combustible material together and not enough around the Lajero, and you end up with this straw-looking hole or mouse-looking hole 
that goes through the cigar. Sometimes they'll pop up in the middle of the, the what am I trying to say? I don't know. The middle of the body of the cigar. Okay. <clears throat> so though that particular one's very rare, but if you notice on the foot of your cigar that you see one or two holes that are just going straight through and that tobacco is not burning, you'll also notice the draw is really loose and there's no smoke. So don't confuse this with if you look inside your ash and you see a whole bunch of these little holes, that's when they roll the cigar in tuba, which is rolling a straws and putting those straws together, Correct. five or six straws, putting the binder around that in the wrapper. Now you're going to look inside that cigar and you're going to see these all the way through and you say, wow, this is bad. It's got a whole bunch of those holes. No, it was actually there on purpose. There and on your purpose. draw might be fantastic. Yeah, if you have a yeah. good draw and good smoke production, there isn't a problem with the cigar. This is, you've got a an excessively loose draw and very little smoke coming out and you notice that you've got one or two little holes through there, you can try the remedy for this, which is cut off the bad part, retoast your cigar, and start over. It almost never works. Most of the time, that's the time to just say, you know what, fuck it, I'm done with this, yeah. and light up another one. Only time I've ever had a mouse hole is like if I was smoking outside and it was 25 mile an hour winds. Yeah, yeah. I've never had it happen otherwise. Well, back in, back in the 90s, man, that was a regular <laughs> thing. That you don't see often anymore at all and back in those days it was often yeah you know i don't know what the hell they were using they either be underfilled overfilled yeah or there was there was under combustion happening inside Mm -hmm. there you have tobacco that was not fermented and it will just not or it was habano 2000 and it just didn't burn well that was the outside (laughs) wrap that was the outside then a whole inside burned and the outside didn't burn it's so much better nowadays Mm -hmm. i say it all the time and and i hear some shit from people and they say you always say it gets better and better they're getting better and better every single year because they're they're learning and making it better and better as it as as it goes on and better equipment is coming along lots of things going on so we may have missed one so if you can think of one that we missed don't be afraid to jump on the contact us page and send it in there we go contact us page on the cigar authority.com yeah (laughs) as as opposed to on google that would be the best place to go Find us. Next week, HVC is Havana City Cigars, but they are not made in Havana City or even Cuba, but Rene Lorenzo was. Rene joins us live, and we'll talk to him. He has a new factory, and we'll see uh, what he's doing with that and how life is being. So that'll be next week on The Cigar Authority. Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.